0: It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time to sparkle. Sparkle.
1: Greetings, citizens of Sparkletown. This is your deputy mayor speaking. Sparkletown is a municipality that intersects and overlaps with the city of Berlin. Its citizens are anyone who is listening to this recording. Town is all about drag, specifically Berlin drag.
2: In tonight's episode, it is unusual to have a sister and a husband in one person. I think I should go to therapy for that.
0: And current events, not just drag.
2: Fair
1: enough.
0: Mostly about Berlin, but not just Berlin. Sure. For instance, this morning, reading my Berlin Instagram feed, this is where it came from, I ran across something that I had not heard about previously that during the month of June, which is considered Pride Month, five black trans women murdered in the U.S.,
1: and at least one in Canada, and I'm sure elsewhere as well. Yeah, no, black. Black trans lives matter. And the important uh, reason you want to say that is because um, trans people are, it's called intersectionality. It's one of those things. I read, uh, people have said intersectionality here and there. And I'm like, I wonder what exactly that means. Oh, all that means is that people have problems and or are oppressed for several different reasons. And they intersect. And people are denying this. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's just weird. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, month of June, twenty twenty. Go fuck yourself.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um. And uh. Well, most of twenty twenty, honestly. But
0: let's okay. Season five.
1: <laughs> yeah, of we'll get Sparkle
0: to Town podcast.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, this is season four. We're on episode two, and you said you had a theme.
0: Four. This is five.
1: No. Oh, shit. No, this is season four. Oh, uh, you don't God, even know head. your own podcast. I don't. You said you had a theme for... It's
0: power.
1: Power, okay.
0: Because we had a power feminist mm-hmm. last week. Yep. And this is half of a drag power couple from here in Berlin. Exactly. And then after that, we've got a double
1: episode of a
0: power queen from mm-hmm. Berlin.
1: And so on and so forth. That's uh, the
0: plan. And then after that, I got enough. Yeah, there's two more coming after that one, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. But um, despite lockdown, and we're being very careful, we are uh, getting people in so that we can get at least a decent sound. The problem has been a little bit that uh, we're low budget. Okay, So we haven't had headphones for our guests, so they can't really hear how well they're being recorded. But nonetheless, I think um this works out pretty well. There's some microphone sound as in microphone handling sound. You get that 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 thing a little bit, but uh, it's not bad and it doesn't detract from what I think is an absolutely delightful interview.
0: Hi, would you please introduce yourself? My name is Alexis
2: Spread. Ooh,
0: I got Alexis Spread. <laughs> How did you come by that name?
2: Um it's a funny story. Um, I love story time. <laughs> we moved to Berlin, and um, Matthew Salford, my sister, he was like, "Oh, you should do drag now." Um, I said, "I need a name," and I thought of Alexander Alexa Platz, Alexander Platz, mm-hmm. and he was like, "No, Alexa Spread." So in the UK, drag names tend to be a joke or, or, or a play on words. Yes, her legs are spread. Her legs are spread. Alexa Spread. Mm-hmm. Alexa spread. So. Um, morgan um introduced me once um at morgan's drag show and she was like oh no i get it because she'd only seen it written down in emails <laughs> i don't know ha 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 no i i learn about this every time giza poke oh giza poke of
0: course and much um, is it yeah yeah alexis alexis
2: yeah Alexa Spred. Alexa Spred. Yes! does what it says on the tin <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you've only been a drag queen since you got to berlin <laughs>
2: And no, um, I was a drag queen a very long time ago in a past life. Oh, uh, speak
0: to me, speak to me.
2: Fifteen years ago, I was a drag performer with uh, a drag queen over in Jersey for a summer show. Uh, I'd left university, uh, done music, music theatre there, uh, and I ended up auditioning with someone quite famous. Um, back from the '80s, he was very political, uh, very left-field, uh, punk. Um, he performed a lot in London. Um, and I was, I saw the advert for this drag show in Jersey and I was like, oh, I should audition. I didn't think I'd get the job. I'd never done drag in my life, um, other than Rocky Horror Show, which was my introduction to it, like so many others. And he, and he said, "Oh, he talks like this. He goes, oh, go. I thought I thought that was a brilliant girl. We'll have you in, dear. She goes, everybody, dear. Hello, dear. How are you doing, dear? Come and be in my show. Um, and he's one of these people who, doesn't mind teaching you all their secrets and all their tricks. Uh, so I, I spent a summer and a, a winter season in his show as one of his chorus girls, so to speak. He uh, knew another performer in the UK, um, Paul Grady. So in the old show he used to do, Paul Grady was always uh, the one who pulled the the, the 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 kind of that that kind of face, you know, um, the displeased, you know, ugh, you know ugh, all the way through. Uh, so my first name was actually Miss Piss. Um, that's what that was what they came up, or Alexis um, for, for the formal show billing. Um, but it, yeah, it was Miss Oh Miss Piss. You know all this, and then I gave up drag. Um, I became a funeral professional, mm-hmm. uh, qualified in that. Um, had a bit of s- sort of self shame really. I, I, I wanted to do what my nana would have called a proper job. Um, And I I got myself a trade and then after that, I became a funeral and wedding celebrant. Um, And then coming over to Berlin, Matthew had a job here with Zalando and he was like, well, you need to do something, dear. Um, And I was looking after dogs in the day. He said, what what could you do at night? I said, oh, I could do drag because um, all of our drag was in a cellar in Manchester Uh, which I'd helped design and and produce Sal Ford previous to us moving because he was doing quite well in Manchester and he like, oh well why don't everything we we share our boy clothes so we share our girl clothes so he he gave me the wardrobe and off off I went Um, and he called me Electra spread (laughs) and here we are
0: Now that is the second time you have mentioned your sister Salford. Uh, This sounds like somebody you know very well.
2: Yeah, um, Salford uh, is my husband, Matthew. Um, Salford got her name performing for the first time when he was a mere snip of a lat um, (laughs) at uh, Salford University, Salford Salford, Uh, so he was, that was the first time he did drag and then when as our relationship developed, he was like, oh, so you were a drag queen, I'd like to do that. Matthew's got the most beautiful voice. Um, So I said, oh, well, I I can do your makeup and teach you how to talk, and uh, I can show you how dresses work and everything. So I kind of produced him, and now we we produce each other in the show at Tipsy Bear. You definitely work together. (laughs) It's a love-hate relationship. It's very pantomime, isn't Under it? Aren't all
0: marriages? No,
2: all marriages. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's only been two years. We've been together 15 years, but we've been married for two. Yeah, but still together 15.
0: Now, you have performed for a long time. You did not come to the stage just in drag. You you bring a dance background.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was an actor first. Um, or oh, that's what my acting teacher told me. Um and then um, my mum used to send me to tap and ballet when I was very, very small, uh, which I hated, absolutely hated. Um, and then voice and speech lessons, because, of course, my my real accent's sort of like a bit like that, oh, no, from, from Yorkshire. Oh, no, it makes me big, half-price sucks. So my mum kind of was interested in, in, in refining that into some kind of RP accent, which obviously didn't go down well at school at all because I was the only boy who... Spoke in this ridiculous kind of middle class accent when, of course, I'm far from middle class in any way or form. Um, so that caused some issues. So I was very different, always different, as we are, you know. Um, anyway, I thought, well, if I'm going to be different, I'm going to do all the school performances and 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 immerse myself in trampolining. If I'm going to do sports, I'm going to do trampoline and all that business. And you know, before I knew it, I, I was going to a college course with an acting bent um, and then I went on to uh, a university course in Blackpool and did music theater uh, so yeah actor dancer and sort of singer with with a really good teacher here.
0: okay let's let's stay on F- southward for just one more moment oh. because as a long-term couple you are in
2: a double drag household. Well, uh, H.P. Love Chef calls us a drag power couple. I'm not sure whether that's a thing.
0: It um, is. We have several in, <laughs> in Berlin.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, Giza Polk and Tommy recently, yeah.
0: And also we have Camp Dad and Bleach.
2: Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, one, yeah, oh, Camp Dad and Bleach. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart. So
0: you have joined the power couple status. What's it like in a two-drag household?
2: Well, it's strange because... Before coming to Berlin, it was very much all about Solford, which was fine. I, I was producing, so to speak. I was getting everything together for her, making sure her wigs were done. And every time I'd thrift, I'd pick up some sequins. I call them sequences. Uh, it was my drag mum. Oh, get some sequences, dear. Um, so if I saw sequins, I'd buy them. And then if they fit, always charity, always thrift. Um, sometimes made for us. I've been very lucky that way. Uh, just friends, you know, people you meet who are talented. They're like, oh, couldn't we make a dress for her? And you pass on the the wealth, you know, yeah. Um, And then I came to Berlin and then she was like, well, it should be you who's doing drags. And I was like, oh, I could could squeeze myself into all the frocks and alter slightly, but they mostly fit. And then the first time we actually got on stage together was very, very odd because Salford bills herself as this heterosexual lady. Um, who who's divorced at some point. She's got this whole story. You know, actors always write a story about where they're from and who they are. And anyway, we've had to adapt that now. And we have this kind of love-hate thing on stage, I think, where we start out... She's quite acerbic. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, and I... And, and I Yeah, a little bit. And, and I'm kind of like the foil. Um, but we always try to end the show where we actually show that we, we do actually really love each other. Um but yeah it is unusual to have a sister and a husband in in one person and and, and yeah i've been i i think i should go to therapy for that <laughs> um, because of course there's yeah anyway we <laughs> won't go into all that but for, for for me it's it's a work costume and certainly for Sal it's the same thing so it's not like we're trans or any of any of that kind of
0: you still consider yourselves, I'm a man C- in a dress. Yeah,
2: we're cis white gay men with wigs on. Do you know what I mean? And we're trying to do our best to, to, to use our platform, to bring voices onto our platform. That's going to be our next kind of way forward. You, you've seen what's going on in the world. We yep. don't need to talk about all that. I certainly don't as a cis white person. But I, I, I think Sal and I were discussing how we want to, in our next shows to, to bring people who, who need a voice, who wouldn't necessarily get the platform to speak. And I think that will be the, the new outline of, of what we want to do next. To, how, do we lift them up? how do we lift them up? You know, I've got a, a privilege here and how can I, you know, you never look down on anyone unless you're helping them up. And, and I've been helped up in the past in my way. And, and I think that's the way forward for everybody.
0: Talk to me about your favorite performances.
2: Uh, each time I go on stage, it's my favorite performance because my drag moment always used to say, you're only as good as your last show. Um, so I have to be careful to step up. Um, I think when you look into a jeweler's shop window and you see a, a diamond ring, not that I've ever bought one because blood diamonds and it's all really bad, um, but, but they'll sparkle in the light. If you go in and ask the jeweler to take the diamond out of the window then and turn it, then you really see the rainbow's fire. And, and when I watch other artists, I, I often find that my favorite drag performers are actually other performances from other drag artists. And I'm like, oh my Lord, is that possible? I, you come to Berlin and, and you see a whole new world of performance and vision. And then you start to think about your own, way of looking at things and once you do that you start to see what's possible
0: has doing drag taught you about yourself
2: i've learned not to be afraid um not to fear what other people might say or think and to live the truth that i see so many courageous people living for themselves in much more difficult circumstances i would say uh, to recognise my own privilege, and to bring, as best I can, a platform for voices that I don't have any right to speak for. <laughs> yeah, um, I've you know this last week even in in world politics I'm reading I'm listening I'm understanding I'm watching statues of oppression being torn down I'm feeling emotional and and then to go on stage and hopefully bring some joy as well. I think if you see my show or our shows, you'll notice I can do a number and it'll be very sad. And then I can do a number and it's all very kind of banging tambourines. and Then I'll do another number where it's just totally ridiculous. Then I'll do, you know what I mean? I try to bring a, a whole a whole range of emotion to, to what I do. And as I say, I've learned from some great people in the old days and now in the new and all all I do as a performer is really stand on the shoulders of greats um, because that's what art is.
0: I recently saw you, I believe it was Venus Boys and um, then another one where you did a drag king.
2: Yes, um, HP Love Shaft, oh, my heart, um, asked me to perform for the Venus Boys um, where drag queens were asked to be drag kings. Mm-hmm. and. I, I got two days for that brief, uh, and and he was like, oh, is it? Have you, Is it finished? Have you done it? Unfortunately, it was already finished in my head once I'd thought about it, which was a, an absolute blessing, and I was able to bring the drag persona, drag king persona of Stephen Um, I really enjoyed that. That was something I'd never even thought of bringing. Um, you know, you, you your colleagues push you. They, Make you jump into the pool and, and they make you swim and, and and you're not afraid to jump because you know some if you do sink some someone <laughs> will fish you out but yeah that went well and nowadays it's well it's all been online hasn't it so I had to produce a music video I, I got some help but it, yeah it was uh, that seemed to go well people people seem to like what came of that and you don't know who you are until you push yourself I think. and you you should thank people for pushing you because it means believe in you enough and know you can do it even though you might not think you can do it yourself when they ask you
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) we once heard it takes a village to raise a child yes it takes the entire city of berlin to raise a drag queen (laughs) it does
2: We're, we're a family and you know to to be part of of a family to to go into tipsy and see lola see nana See, geezer, not just at the show, but then afterwards, and they'll, you know, it might be just a few words, uh, "How are you?" and, but they really care, you know, people really care about you. you if you were missing, you, where, where, where is she? Where have you been? Where, yeah, where have you been? And the lockdown, everyone coming apart for this time, everyone distancing. Now we're beginning, fingers crossed, to reestablish, um I want to say physical connections. Let's not go down that road. Um, now we're beginning to establish our our connections, where you you know where you can look each other in the eye, and, and it feels all the stronger, even, doesn't it? I think.
0: Yeah, this physical distancing because I hate the term social distancing. It's physical distance, social interaction, but social interaction over screens just is
2: not the same. I find Twitch. Um, it looks like the Muppet Show, isn't it? When everyone's on those little boxes. Um, no, no, I didn't mean it badly. I just saw a meme and it, and it was the Muppet Show where they're all in the boxes with the lights round. Um, there's a scene in 42nd Street in the old show where they'd sing a song and they're all in their little dressing rooms. It, remind, it reminds me of that, but I can't read, I can't read cues over, over, a, over a computer screen. I, I don't know, I, I'm cue blind. I, I, I don't particularly like talking on the telephone either for for, for the same reason. I I need to to communicate. And, and I used to have social anxiety. Sometimes I fight that on a daily basis. Sometimes it goes away. But at least when you're in front of someone, there's an empathy to it. You can, you're not just conversing with words. We, we're actually stuck behind words, but you can get the feeling when you're looking at someone and you're next to them. And, and I've really missed that. And yes. when when Adam reopened Tipsy, and he poured us all a shot, and he's like, welcome back, family, and, uh, you know, there was a feeling in the room, and you don't get that online. It, mm-hmm. You don't, I mean, drag queens are thirsty for applause, I won't deny it, we love them, we love it when everyone claps, but when you're online and you've absolutely nothing, other than some text that might appear a couple of minutes after you've asked a question, you're like, do they like it? Is the room with us? Is Are people there? And it's been a real sea change, it's opened my eyes and... It's pushed me. And I, now I know I can produce a music video to some level of all right. Oh, but welcome back the live stage and, 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 and cheering together and crying together and feeling together. Yeah, that, that's what Ronson's is about. And any drag show that you're performing or, or go to watch, you're there as a community, you're there as a family and you're there to hold each other up. So when you in a community, you go to Ronson's, you watch a drag show you're there to feel each other, to look at each other, and to hold each other up. It's like church, isn't it? When, like, it's ancient eons, old stuff, caves, and drumming, and dancing, and holding each other, and saying hello. It's we're we're tribal beings. We we're meant to be together. We are social. We're social. Yeah, we are social. No more distance, please. Oh my god.
0: Mm-hmm. As the lockdown eases, more and more stages will become available so how does one get in touch with Alexa spread to book her
2: Oh, well you can find Alexa on Instagram and on Facebook I have an artist page but I'm also called Alex Lee Um, so yeah please um, if there's anything coming up I do have a couple of things coming, I'm in Drag Capsule with Shady Darling is it the 19th? I think it's a Friday, we're online again but we're at AHA in Schoenberg, um, live, even though we're being recorded. Yes. Um, I, I know Emma Chisitz has just done a talk show She just show did one. There. Yes. She's, she looked fabulous. Um, so... I that, believe that, that
0: was thanks to you.
2: Oh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's all from behind the eyes, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's so great to be among fellow performers, even if the audience might not be there quite yet, um, at least we're together. Um, Holding each other up as you do. You know, are you on next? Oh, God, do you know it? Um, she never knows a lip sync, but we seem to get away with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anything else you would, uh, anything else on your mind today?
2: Well, I just wanted to say if anyone is minded to donate any money, um, please don't throw it my way. I do okay. Uh, I'm married, I'm privileged. We don't have a huge amount, but it's fine. Please go online. Please find your charities. Black Lives Matter. Um, I believe um, the sex worker community is having a really hard time at the moment here in Berlin. There's also the BLSC, which is Black Sex Worker Community. They can be found online. You know, go out there, educate yourselves, educate each other. let's, let's, Let's keep helping each other up.
0: Thank you so much, Alex. I really appreciate you coming in
2: today. It's so nice to be here, you know, and um, have a proper microphone. I was very stressed about plugging my microphone into my computer and making sure it might not sound too shady. Shady, darling, <laughs> there's a plug. We love you, Shady. We love you, Shady. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for the bucket of coffee. It's got me through. I've never seen such a big cup. Uh, oh, is that a double or treble entendre? Um... <laughs> We'll take it. <laughs> That's another. Um.
1: <laughs> Our mugs are really only seven deciliters. They're not that big. I mean, I actually have a bigger I've had t- a couple of bigger ones, but seven deciliters I've found is is the perfect size for a tea mug being used for coffee in this case.
0: No, we have a, a one and a half liter No, mug. I don't think it's That's that big. That's the one I'm using for uh, holding Utensils for for flipping, like spatulas and stuff for the kitchen.
1: Right. Because it it actually, when you fill it, it becomes too heavy. (laughs) Can't even lift. Right. So, seven deciliters is um, the optimum size for a hot beverage mug. You heard it here first. Maybe you heard it somewhere else before, but nonetheless, that is a fact. Undeniable. And that's just the way it is. That's okay. Still got two more. Actually, three more. I don't know. The blue one may only be a half no no it's the exact same size it's okay. seven deciliters i okay. actually measured them all because i've <laughs> been looking for get? i've been looking for new mugs oh this is fascinating podcast territory by the way let's let's just uh stop talking about mugs and say thank you to alexa spread for having been here thank you alexa and a week from now in the next episode we will hear from sal ford so we'll hear we will hear the other side of the story are now departing Sparkletown. Sparkletown is a Thelandrome production. It is recorded, mixed, and edited by me, the deputy mayor. And it is ruled, of course, by the Contessa. See you all next week. Take care and wear a fucking mask.